Praise God and Happy New Year. I'm Pastor Tuck, and I want to welcome you to the Word at My Church. Now, if this is your first time joining us, we want you to know you're in exactly the right place. You're exactly where God wants you to be. And I want to encourage you to share this broadcast with at least three people, because as believers, we have a mandate to spread the gospel of Christ all over the world. We are a teaching ministry with a mission to help people get better by teaching them how the word works. So go ahead and get your Bible, your notebook, your pen, your highlighter, and let's get ready to dig into God's word. But before we do, let's begin with our Bible confession. So go ahead and grab your Bibles in your hand and repeat after me. This is my Bible. I believe every word. I am who it says I am. I can have what it says I can have. I can do what it says I can do. By hearing its word and applying it by faith, it'll change my life. So I declare right now from this day forward that my life will never, ever, ever be the same again. And neither shall the life of anyone with whom I share this word. So I declare, I'm going to share this word so that someone's life will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Precious God, Lord, we thank you today. Father, we thank you, Lord, for the moments of preaching. And Father, Lord, I trust you. Lord, I believe you, Lord, that everything, Father God, that you desire to do today through us, Lord, would be done. Father God, Lord, I ask you now, Father God, Lord, that you would use me, Father God, like never before. Speak through me, Lord. Speak for me. Father God, say what you want to say. Do what you want to do. And Father God, Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you would, Father God, Lord, speak from heaven. Father God, that your people would not hear me, but they would hear you. Father God, that they would not see me, but they would see you. Father God, Lord, do what you want to do. Father God, Lord, I know, Lord, that every time we would see, hear, and understand, Lord, we can be converted. Father God, we can be converted into that which we see, hear, and understand. So, Lord, I'm asking you now, Lord, that you would pour out from heaven. Father God, insight, foresight, and revelation. Father God, Lord, that we may be changed. Father God, Lord, that we may be changed into, Father God, Lord, the vessels of your choosing. Father God, Lord, that lives may be impacted, Father God, Lord, to the next level. Father God, Lord, that we may be restored into a place, Father God, Lord, of your desire, Father God, Lord, that we may have the impact in the earth, Lord, you desire us to. Father God, Lord, that the earth, Father God, would not be the same, Lord, because of the revelation, Father God, that you give us. Father Lord, that we may be, Father God, what you've desired from the beginning. Father us, Father God, Lord, that we would be your ambassadors, Lord, that we would shape Father God, Lord, environments, Father God, Lord, that every place, Lord, that the feet of our feet are, the soles of our feet tread upon, Father God, Lord, would be ours. And Father God, Lord, we trust you, Lord, that Father God, nothing can hinder, Father God, what you're doing in us and through us, Lord, that the enemy has nothing to stand up against, Father God, what you're pouring out through us even now. And we thank you and believe you, Lord, for it all. We thank you, Lord, that you brought us through 2022. And Father God, we stand in the midst of, at the beginning of 2023, victorious. And we thank you, Lord, for it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. How many of you can remember a time when the church was a pillar of strength in the community? When the man of God was respected and considered a leader and a role model, when the people of God 
were the standard of excellence and set the tone in every environment. For example, when a believer entered the room, conversation shifted and questionable behavior ceased. Well, as I was seeking the Lord for the theme and vision for this year, he showed me that 2023 would be a year where he would restore the church to a place of greater influence and impact. And God confirmed that to me through our spiritual grandfather and apostle Tony Brazelton when he declared that 2023 is the year of refreshing and restoring. The psalmist declared, now, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. And if you follow this ministry, then you know for the past couple years, God has been confirming in my spirit that we are in a season where unquestioned obedience is going to produce miraculous results. So as believers, we must be able to hear God and do what he says, which will require next level faith because we have an assignment to impact and influence the world like never before. But we will not accomplish or embrace that assignment without stepping beyond where we're comfortable. Well, what do you mean, Pastor? Well, open your Bibles with me to Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. And when you get there, look at verse 1. Genesis chapter 12, beginning at verse 1. And here it reads, Now the Lord had said to Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto the land that I will show thee. And I will make thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. Here we see the Lord speaking to Abram. And he makes him a promise to give him greater impact and influence. He says, I will bless thee and make thy name great. And thou shall be a blessing. And in thee, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, this is no different than the promise that God makes to us as a ministry and as the body of Christ every year. As a matter of fact, he said in 2017 would be a year of great victory. In 2018, we would experience total transformation. In 2019, he said we would see kingdom expansion. And that 2020 would bring great change. He said that 2021 would be a year of recovery. And that 2022 would be the year of progression. And I know some of you are thinking, well, pastor, I didn't experience any of that. And that's because the promise always comes with conditions. It's right here in the text. See, before he ever promised Abram anything, he told him to leave his hometown, to get away from his family and where he grew up, all the things that shaped his thinking and behavior and go to the place that he showed him. In other words, before he could receive the promise, 
and experience the blessing of God, he had to get out of his comfort zone. Somebody type in the comments. If you desire change, it won't be comfortable. Oh, I'm preaching to myself this morning. It goes on to say in verse four. So Abram departed as the Lord had spoken unto him and Lot went with him. And Abram was 75 years old when he departed out of Haram. And Abram took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother's son, and all their substance that they had gathered and the souls that they had gotten in Haran, and they went forth to go into the land of Canaan. Into the land of Canaan they came. In other words, he packed his grip and he was out. See, because he knew if he wanted to experience the blessings of God and have the impact that God intended for him to have, it required unquestioned obedience. In other words, you're going to have to take your ass where God told you to go and do what he said do. And that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Take your ass where God told you to go and do what he said. Now, I know some of y'all thinking, oh my God, pastor's just cussing this morning. But as my good friend and brother, Pastor Jason Earls, brought to my attention, the word ass can be found in the Bible 86 times in 76 verses. And it refers to a beast of burden and the primary mode of transportation of that day. So whenever God instructed people to go somewhere, they had to take their ass wherever he told them to go. Now, how many of you are old enough to remember watching reruns of the Beverly Hillbillies. Well, if you recall when Uncle Jed struck oil in Dimdar Hills, the songwriter declared, the kinfolk said, Jed, move away from there. They said, California is the place you ought to be. So he loaded up the truck and he moved to Beverly. Hills, that is. Swimming pools, movie stars. Yeah. And, and since Abram didn't have a truck when he took Sarah, his wife, and all their substance that they had gathered and went forth to go into the land of Canaan, he had to take his ass. But there are some important things we need to learn from Abram's experience. Because when you take your ass where God tells you to go, you may have to leave your comfort zone. You may have to go somewhere you never have been before. And you may not have a path to follow because no one has ever gone before you. But regardless, you better take your ass where God told you to go. Or somebody might want to write that down. As a matter of fact, go over to Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Because if you recall, God not only promised to give him greater influence and impact, but he promised to increase him. 
He said, I will make you a great nation. Now, at the time, Abram was 75 years old and he had no children. And here we find him 30 to 45 years later. And God is still speaking to him regarding his promise. Genesis chapter 22, beginning at verse one. And it says, and it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham. And he said, behold, here I am. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest and get thee into the land of Moriah and offer him there a burnt offering upon one of the mountains, which I tell thee of. And Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took two of his young men with him, Isaac, his son, and clave the wood for the burnt offering and rose up and went unto the place which God had told him. Somebody typed in the comments, he took his ass where God told him to go. Yeah. In verse four, it says, then on the third day, Abraham lifted up his eyes and saw the place afar off. And Abraham said unto his young men, abide ye here with the ass. See, sometimes you just got to keep your ass in place. He says, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again to you. And Abram took the wood of the burnt offering and laid it upon Isaac, his son. And he took the fire in his hand and a knife. And they went both of them together. And Isaac spake unto Abraham, his father, and said, my father, he said, here am I my son. And he said, behold the fire and the wood, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? And Abraham said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they went both of them together and they came to the place which God had told him of. And Abraham built an altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac, his son, and laid him on the altar upon the wood. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. Somebody type in the comments. He did what God told him to do. In verse 11, it says, and the angel of the Lord called unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham, and he said, here I am. And he said, lay not thy hand upon the lad, neither do thou anything unto him. For now I know thou fearest God, seeing thou hast not withheld thy son, thine only son from me. And Abraham lifted his eyes and looked and behold behind him a ram caught in the thicket by his horn. Now, 
See, when you take your ass where God tells you to go and do what he tells you to do, not only will you have to leave your comfort zone, but you may have to give up something you love. But one thing is for certain, provision will always be there. Oh, I need you to get that in your spirit. It goes on to say, and Abram went and took the ram and offered him up for a burnt offering in the stead of his son. And Abram called the name of that place Jehovah Jireh, as it is said to this day, in the mount of the Lord, it shall be seen. And the angel of the Lord called unto Abraham out of heaven the second time and said, by myself, I have sworn, saith the Lord, for because thou hast done this thing and has not withheld thy son, thine only son, that in blessing, I will bless thee. And in multiplying, I will multiply thy seed as the stars of the heaven and of the sand, which is upon the seashore and the seed shall possess the gates of his enemies and thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed because thou has obeyed my voice. See, because of his unquestioned obedience, he experienced the blessing. He received greater influence and impact. He said, not only would he walk into it, but his seed would receive it. See, you may not see any resources. And what God tells you to do may not make sense. But if you want to have the impact that God said you could have and experience the blessings of God, you got to take your ass where he told you to go and do what he said do. Can I prove it to you? Turn over to Genesis chapter 24. Genesis chapter 24. Here we see Abraham's servant. And he's been sent to find a wife for Isaac. Look at verse 34. And it says, and he said, I am Abraham's servant. And the Lord has blessed my master greatly. And he has become great. He has given him flocks and herds and silver and gold and men servants and maid servants and camels and asses. And Sarah, my master's wife, bare a son to my master when he was old. And unto him have given all that he hath. And my master made me swear, saying, Thou shalt not take a wife to my son of the daughters of the Canaanites in whose land I dwell. But thou shalt go unto my father's house, to my kindred, and take a wife unto my son. And I said unto my master, Peraventure, the woman will not follow me. And he said unto me, The Lord 
before whom I walk will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way. And thou shalt take a wife for my son of my kindred and of my father's house. See, because of his unquestioned obedience, he experienced a blessing. Not only has God increased him and made his name great, but he has given him greater influence and impact. It's right here in the text. Look at what he said. The servant says, what if the woman will not follow me? And Abraham said unto me, the Lord before whom I walk. In other words, the one whom I follow and obey without question will send his angel with thee and prosper thy way. Watch this. See, what he is really saying is you don't understand who you're dealing with. You don't understand the kind of cachet I have with God. Because by simply following his instructions, by simply going where he tells me to go and doing what he tells me to do, God is willing to get involved with my affairs. And he wants to do the same for you. See, we get so frustrated. We always, we get mad because we're like, every year the pastor keeps talking about God's going to do this and God's promised that and God's promised this and I haven't seen any of that stuff. See, the problem is we never took hold of the conditions. We never did what was required. See, God promises come with requirements. And if we're going to experience these things, it's going to require an unquestioned obedience. When God speaks, you've got to be willing to do what he says. Oh, let me help y'all see this. Go over to Psalm 32. Psalm 32. See, I'm tired of people having a new year and then mad because it looks no different than the old year. I'm tired of the impotent church. I don't know about y'all, but I'm sick and tired of living in a world where people keep talking about how bad the world is getting, where people laugh at the church as if the church means nothing. When we are the most, the, the most powerful entity on the planet, People disregard us. They talk to us as if we can't speak about what we believe. When what we believe is supposed to shape the world. We're the only ones with the truth. But everyone's talking about their truth. People are talk. We are, we actually are rooted and grounded in love. And everything we say, people are telling us that's not love. Because it does not go along with what they believe. But God is restoring us to a place where we have the influence and the impact that we're supposed to. But in order to do so, you've got to 
be where he wants you to be and do what he says do. You've got to be willing to follow his instructions. Y'all in Psalm 32, look at verse 8. Here he says, I hear the Lord saying, I will stay close to you, instructing and guiding you along the pathway of your life. God said, I'm right here with you, showing you exactly what you're supposed to do. This is the Passion Translation, by the way. He says, I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. Remember what the Bible says. We walk by faith and not by sight. It's not by what you see, he said, but by what he sees. Look at verse 9. This is powerful. He says, so don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn when I take you where you've not been before. Don't make me tug you and pull you along. Just come with me. Oh, I believe I need to read that again. God said, so don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn when I take you where you have not been before. See, God's trying to take us somewhere that we have not been before but we're being stubborn. We're making it difficult. He said, don't make me tug you and pull you along. Just come with me. The new living translation says it this way. Don't be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bit and bridle to keep it under control. In other words, don't act like an ass. Just take your ass where I tell you to go and do what I tell you to do and everything will be all right. Somebody type in the comments, you heard him. Yeah, that was God that just told you don't act like an ass. Now I know there have been a lot of adjustments over the last few years. COVID ushered in an acceleration of the digital age. People working and worshiping remotely. People finding new ways to connect and do commerce. And many of us have been struggling with the transition because we are not comfortable. But if we're going to have the level of influence and impact that God desires us to have, we must be willing to go beyond where we're comfortable. We must be willing to hear God and do what he says. And that's going to require next level faith. See, when God speaks to us about doing stuff that we're not comfortable doing, it doesn't matter. See, God told Abraham to leave everything that he was comfortable with. Oh, can I help y'all? I was an electrical engineer when God told me to leave my electrical engineering career and to go into ministry. Y'all not hearing me. 
I hadn't been saved but three years. I hadn't been called but two years. I hadn't been preaching but one year. And God told me to leave my job and go full-time into ministry. You're talking about leaving what you're comfortable with and go where he tells you to go. See, it's going to require unquestioned obedience and next level faith. See, when God said, you're going to become a totally virtual ministry. I had to leave what I was comfortable with. But guess what? All we have to remember is that he is the only one who knows the way. As a matter of fact, go over to Isaiah chapter 48. Isaiah chapter 48. Oh, I'm trying to help you this morning. See, because God's trying to take us somewhere this year. Each of us, he's trying to take us to a place where we're going to have greater impact and influence. He's trying to restore you to a place. of power, of influence, so that the church can be who it needs to be. But each of us have to get to that place where we do what God tells us to do. Isaiah 48, look at verse 17. He says, thus says the Lord, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel, I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit. That word profit means how to increase, how to benefit. He said, who leads you by the way you should go. Oh, that you had heeded my commandments, then your peace would be like a river. He said, if only you had listened to me. See, one of the reasons we stay frustrated, we stay stressed out, is because we're trying to figure it out for ourselves instead of simply following instructions. He says, and your righteousness like the waves of the sea. Your descendants also would be like the sand and the offering, offspring of your body like the grains of sand. His name would not have been cut off nor destroyed from before me. Doesn't that sound like what he promised, Abram? His descendants would be like the offspring. Descendants like, like, like the sand. His, his offspring like grains of sand. His name would not be cut off nor destroyed. See, by simply following instructions, 
we would have had the influence and impact that he desired us to have. 2023 is the year of refreshing and restoring. See, I know you've been, you, you, you've been going through a lot. You've been struggling. You've been trying to figure this thing out. But guess what? A lot of it's been self-inflicted. Oh, I, I'm not telling you that things have not been hard. The world's been going through a lot. There's been a lot of shifting. But see, a lot of times when stuff's going on, it's because we're not where we're supposed to. Watch this. When it's storming outside, if your mama tells you to come in the house, even though it's a storm outside, you could find shelter from the storm simply by following instructions. But when you don't follow instructions, it's a lot harder. So I'm not telling you there was no bad weather going on, but you could have been sheltered from some of the bad stuff. But God say, even though you were still out there. You survived. And now 2023 is a year of refreshing and restoring. God says he's trying to put you back into the place where you're supposed to be. God is restoring the church to its former glory. Well, what does that mean, Pastor? Does that mean we're going back? No, it does not mean going backwards. It means a place where we have the greater influence and impact that we once had. But it does not mean doing things the same way we did. But if we're going to experience the blessing of God and have the influence that he intended, it's going to require unquestioned obedience. We're going to have to take our ass where he told us to go and do what he said do. So during this next few days, I want you to spend some time praying about the areas in which you've gotten comfortable those places where you are resisting change. Because God wants to restore us to a place of greater influence and impact. But in order to do so, some things must shift. It's going to require next level faith and unquestioned obedience. We're going to have to be willing to move. And God says, don't make it difficult. Don't make it, don't be stubborn. He said, when I take you where you have not been before, don't make me tug and pull you along. Just come with me. He said, don't be like a senseless horse or mule that needs a bridle or bit to keep it under control. Somebody type in the comments, don't act like an ass. Just take your ass where God told you to go and do what he said do. See, because if we're going to experience everything God has in store for us, that's what it's going to require.
And I know somebody's listening to this message today. You may not even be saved. You're just like, man, this pastor's crazy. He's sitting there cursing. No, I'm not cursing. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to get your attention. And I'm trying to tell you what God has to tell you. The reason why so many of us are missing the blessing that God has for our life is because we simply can't follow instructions. And you're standing here right at the beginning of this year, like you do every year, wanting something different. Well, if you want something different, you got to do something different. And God wants something different for the church. Not just you individually, but for the church. I've been telling you for the past few weeks, God has a vision for what he desires. And if your vision only includes you, then you're already messed up. You ought to desire that your life and everything you do have an impact for the Lord. Because that's why he created you. That's the only purpose you're here. And God said, this is the season that he's restoring the house, restoring the church to that place where we have greater impact and influence, where we have the ability to shape and touch lives. But in order to see that take place, we're going to have to follow some instructions. We're going to have to do some things different than we've been doing. We're going to have to hear God and do what he says. And so if you're listening today and you're like, man, but I, I don't even know God like that. Well, the first step in that process is to receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. See, the word Lord simply means the one who has the ability to tell you what to do. So you've got to be willing to allow Jesus to instruct you to be your master, to be your Lord. See, so many of us want him to be our savior, but we don't want him to be our Lord. And it's a package deal. And it's not difficult. Trust me, there's nothing you could have done that disqualifies you. The Bible says that if you would confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, that means that if you willfully give him permission to be your Lord and believe in your heart, that God raised him from the dead? Did you, did you believe that God sent him to give up his life and die on your behalf and accept that sacrifice in exchange for your sins? Say so you could be saved. That's all it requires. So if you desire that today, pray this prayer with me. Precious God, come into my heart. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I believe that Jesus died for me. Forgive me of all of my sins. I accept his sacrifice on my behalf. And I want to make him my Lord. I give him permission to make my every decision. And I receive him as my savior. Be my father. Make me your child. Teach me how to live for you. 
If you've prayed that prayer, you're now part of the body of Christ, the family of believers, and there's nothing anybody can do to stop you. The next step in your journey is to find a Bible-teaching, Bible-believing church. And if you desire that today, we're so glad, and we would love to have you a part of my church. And so if you desire that, the instructions are on the screen. Just go to our website, www.lovemychurch.org. Click contact us. Fill out a connection card. Let us know you receive Christ today. And one of our ministers will get back to you to give you some next steps, give you some information to help you on your walk with Christ. Or if you just listen, you're like, man, I would love to be a part of this ministry. We'll give you the information you need about all of our ministries, how to follow us, how to contact us, and how to get connected. We broadcast every Sunday morning at 12.15, every Thursday evening at 7.30 p.m. We broadcast all of our other ministries. First and third Thursday is our women's ministry. Second and fourth is our men's ministry. And on fifth Thursdays is our marriage ministry. We're going to have some new changes coming up in this new year. So just stay tuned for our schedule changes. Every Sunday evening at 6.30 p.m., we do a Zoom Bible study for all of our partners. But we have ways that you can connect with us. And if you want to be a part of our ministry, just let us know. We'll get you all that information. Secondly, if you've been blessed by this ministry and you want to help us continue to do what God's called us to do in the earth, click the donate button, sow a financial seed. You can use Cash App, dollar sign, my church Lynchburg, PayPal.me forward slash my church Lynchburg, or you can use the GiveLify app. However you desire to give, just know that your gifts are going to help us continue to spread the gospel all around the world. Sec thirdly, all we ask you to do, share this message with somebody you know who needs it. Because you know somebody who needs to hear the gospel of Christ. Help us continue to increase our influence and impact in the earth. Like, share, tag. Spread this message to somebody else. At least three people. But in any event, make sure you come back and watch with us again on next time. We'd love to have you worship with us. God bless you. We love you. And please stay tuned for our announcements. Well, we want you to know Happy New Year from myself. Pastor Stephanie, Kaya Courtney, and all of the My Church family. And remember that this is the year of restoring and refreshing. And God is going to give us greater influence and impact. So make sure that you continue to just trust God and believe. But make sure that you take your ass where God told you to go and do what he told you to do. God bless you today. I love you. See you all next time. Stay tuned for our announcements.
Join Pastor Stephanie for Women of Worth every first and third Thursday at 7.30 p.m. on Facebook Live. Join Pastor Tuck in the Man Cave every second and fourth Thursday at 7.30 p.m. on Facebook Live. Before the pandemic, our relationship was already in trouble. It's like we argue about everything. I mean, he comes home and he sits in the driveway, in the car, instead of coming into the house with me and his son. See, she doesn't trust me. And she talks about me to her girlfriends. Like she speaks so loudly like she wants me to hear. What am I supposed to do with that? Why do you have to get out of the bed at 11.20 at night to return a text? You see? She doesn't even know how to talk to me. And he refuses to talk to me. Like the first couple weeks of quarantine, together in the house all day and all night, just confirmed it's me. I can't do this anymore. You know what? I'm done. I think I'm done. Maybe we need to get some help. I think we need to talk to somebody. Marriages are under attack. And if you or someone you know needs help, then join Pastors Lewis and Stephanie Tucker for My Church Marriage Seer Training. Every fifth Thursday at 7.30 p.m., Pastors Lewis and Stephanie Tucker have designed a course to help your marriage to not just survive, but to thrive. Get the tools necessary for a successful biblical marriage. You can enjoy this course live on Roku, Fire Stick, and Apple TV via the BoxCast channel or on Facebook and YouTube Live. Just search My Church Lynchburg. Why not make an investment into your marriage that will impact generations? My Church Lynchburg Marriage Seer Training every fifth Thursday at 7.30 p.m. You can now watch the My Church broadcast on your Roku and Amazon Fire TV and Apple TV. Simply download the BoxCast channel and look for the My Church icon. Or catch the word on the go with the word at My Church Podcast. Now available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music. Tune in iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Stitcher podcast platforms. Just search for My Church Lynchburg. Now there's no excuse to go without the word.
And for those of you with Alexa-enabled devices, simply enable the My Church Lynchburg skill in the Alexa app. Then say, Alexa, open My Church Lynchburg and sit back and enjoy the word.